This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's hour three of Lori and Julia here on MyTalk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming at MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk app. And you got to get yourself hooked up with listener rewards in the month of July. Do you like cash prizes? Do you like money? Yes. I think you, I think yes. you do. We paging got everyone. Paging everyone. Listen via the app. Listen online and register with listener rewards because you could win some cash. Go check it out. MyTalk1071.com. I know. I was talking to some people about that. I'm like, get it on your phone, people. You could win money. Thank you. We gave away $500 to one lucky person last month. I know it. Who couldn't? I- who couldn't use that? Okay, so tomorrow everybody have their, uh, at least if you're interested in this story, you know, the uh, the Johnny Depp libel case against the Sun happens tomorrow in Woo! British High Court. Okay. And they're, what, six and a half, seven hours ahead of us? Yes. Time-wise. So anyway, the fusty confines of the London High Court will get the Hollywood treatment this week uh, because this is a blockbuster libel action and it is going to people are going to be testifying that are well known johnny depp apparently the lawyer that guardian had a really interesting um story on sunday about the lawyer that uh johnny depp has um uh in his battle against the sun which of course Johnny is in a two-pronged war. Yes, with, he is. Because uh, then he also has a defamation, uh, not defamation, but his Washington Post, he's asking for damages. $25 million. $50 million. Oh, it's 50 Because she wrote about uh, yep. herself as a domestic abuse victim, and it was just like within a couple of weeks of their settling everything. Their divorce and signing paperwork and everything. And even though she didn't name him, so that, but yep. the son is happening uh, first, and um, he's so, suing the publisher of the son, news group, newspaper, and its executive editor, Dan okay. Wooten. And the article, here's the headline that started all of this. Um, Gone potty. How can J.K. Rowling, who's, you know, we just talked about a few minutes ago. Well, how can J.K. Rowling be genuinely happy casting wife beater Johnny Depp in the new Fantastic Beast film? This is why Johnny is suing the 100%. Son. And um 100%. And Dan Wooten wrote the opinion piece. Um and um and then he questioned JK Rowling. I wish she, I bet JK Rowling wishes she could go back to this was the last time that she was involved with something kind of controversial. Controversial mm-hmm. because she just keeps sticking her foot in it. Yeah, as uh, as far as yeah. her, uh, her newest thing, but that 
Uh, So the case was going to be in March, but then it got delayed because of COVID-19. And the fact that it's even made it to the high court is unusual because most libel cases get get settled ahead of time. Right. Because of how much money both sides are paying for litigation. Right. And the loser pays the winner's court costs in in England or the UK. And um, but the reasonable best case that somebody gets seventy uh, percent of what they spent back. Okay. Because they will make a settlement, but um, they don't think it can be more than um, the one hundred and eighty five thousand pounds the BBC paid this. Um, some guy named Lord McAlpin, after a Newsnight broadcast led him to being wrongly implicated in child abuse. Oh, jeez, so, right. But Depp, um, just, you know, he he doesn't care is the word back about the money. Yep. Uh, he doesn't want it to remain on record that he is a wife abuser. Of course not. And... Uh, Anyway, so I guess he, his lawyers tried to keep Amber Heard from even being in the courtroom. Oh, I understand. She doesn't have anything to do with this case. Right. So why is she going to be there? Well, they approached the court with a plea that Amber be excluded from the trial until she gave evidence. Um, But the judge just said, forget it. She can be at the hearing. Uh, She's not going to be in any uh, position to give any lawyers uh, but why put... would she even want to go well who knows she'd who send knows? her lawyers to get dirt or something for their case that's coming up or something I, I why would she go i don't know we will have to see if oh she's there gosh. tomorrow but um the so yeah so anyway um this waldman though the guy who is the lawyer for johnny depp he is a pit bull who's very well connected and uh very litigious and very, very uh, tough. And um, he was the one who broke the news that the judge ruled the trial could go, even though Johnny sure. left out those yep, yep. texts. Those texts uh, asking for pills. And yep, yep, yep. He let it be known before the court did. He's just, yeah, apparently he's quite, um, He we, that's who we need to follow, Holly. What's it, his name? Um, let's see, uh, what is his first name? Waldman, Waldman, where is it? Jeez. Um, and he's the attorney. He's the attorney for Johnny, uh, Depp. And he's like, apparently Johnny got a good one. I mean, you know, he's obviously got money to pay for his lawyer. I can't find this guy's name. Anyway, he, Adam Waldman. Yeah. And if you follow him on Twitter, He's he, he just has a blank avatar. I mean, you wouldn't know him from anybody and he only has 2000 followers. So allegedly this is his account and he's putting the receipts out there under his account. Yeah. Yeah. Adam underscore Waldman. Um, so anyway, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, London, speaking of London, they um, gave the go ahead to Mission Impossible Yes. To resume filming um, after the quarantine exemption. So they're filming in a bubble. Sa- same thing that like Tyler Perry's doing in Atlanta. The whole cast and Tyler crew P- are yep. going to quarantine together for yep. 14 days. Exempted uh, individuals like probably Tom Cruise get to be somewhere else. But um, 
yeah, they want to get that going. And um, I just peeked at Tony Ortega. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, just to see if anything new was happening. The underground bunker, Scientology news. Yeah, there wasn't really anything news, but he did have an interesting story. Tom Cruise turns 58 today. Scientology's biggest asset continues to avoid the tough questions. And um, he brings up the fact that, um, you know, uh, Shelly Miscavige is the one who found Katie Holmes for Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. She was the one who was vetting the girlfriends in that round after Nicole Kidman. That's why I I guess I never really put that together, that Shelly... Miss Kavesh is the one who found Katie Holmes mm-hmm. for Tom Cruise when he and was amongst vetting all those other people that he was Julia trying. Styles and all Charlie these other Cerrone. people, and that's why Leah Remini had the reaction she did at Tom and Katie's wedding, where Shelly because, because Shelly is the one who set those two right, up, and she went missing, and she went missing, yeah. and so Ortega said, "How is it?" That um, Tom Cruise has never asked about this, about Shelly. Because he knows David Miscavige, his buddy, head of Scientology, knows doesn't want anyone well, to know Tony where she Ortega is. said it's for the same reasons that no entertainment reporters ask him how he could walk away from his own kid. Exactly. Um, there's not a reporter who, who meets Tom Cruise who doesn't know that Tom chose Scientology over his own daughter. And believes a BS story about yeah. um, Shelley, but Cruz know Cruz knows that reporters won't ask about those two things because Tom is a great guy, a movie star who does all his own stunts. And if your publication ever wants access to him, to him again, you won't bring up such things. God, do you think anybody is ever going to have? The guts to just I ask think, Tom I Cruise. It, I think it's not far away because I feel like what COVID might have done to celebrity in general is is demystify them, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the appetite is modified a little bit. Interesting. Um, and I do think he's got Mission Impossible Seven coming out, but I do think after this, maybe. I mean, how many I times, think you're going to just yeah. sit down with them and say, hey, dude, how do you dump your kid for a spaceship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do think. Because how many times can we hear what a great guy is and that he does his own stunts? Now and it everyone just, says, nicest guy, so kind to you, will meet you, looks you right in the eye. I mean, this is all the Scientology. That's why all the people would join it initially, because it would give you confidence. great strategy right. for going on your acting runs to get jobs and it, it would be hard to really believe all of that that he's such a nice guy x y and z no. if you treat your kid like that that it, negates everything it, it, but but yet it doesn't and then you. steal your yeah. other kids from their mom right. and tell them that she is person non grata a suppressive right. that you can't ever talk to again right no you're it's, right i that's hope that evil. happens that is, is evil, evil. It is, Joy. It is evil behavior. If we ever get a chance, oh, I can't you're wait. gonna ask him that. Because yes. there won't be a chance in Tell hell he'd talk to us again anyway. We used to love you, you so much. However, we'd always comment, never from the backside in Levi's. <laughs> His butt was not a Levi's butt. Lori and I, I mean, we've been <laughs> Lori and I have known each other almost thirty years, mm-hmm. worked together. It's almost thirty, Lori. Yeah. Next year it'll be thirty. Um, and I think Tom Cruise was Everything. We're each other's longest relationship outside of siblings and parents. Except for I have another one. Oh, that's right. 
Another yeah. friend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you were in high school. Do you got junior high? No, grade school. Grade school. I can't compete with that. But you can compete with life, yeah. adult life. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. We are, Lori. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, so Ben Affleck, I just got to get to this okay. story real, real quick. So mm-hmm. the Washington Post, okay, the flippin' Washington report Post is pointing out that Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas are giving us the fast food celebrity quarantine content that we need because they are pandemics only tabloid celebrities because they literally show up in everything, everything. every day. Every day. On they a walk, walk adorable dogs. They got sweatpants. They're, kiss, they're kissing. They're looking lovingly into each other's eyes. They look crazy they for got each the other. Car- but remember how all of this went downhill. I'm just going to say for Ben Affleck that his he's ha- he's gone down this road where the great sadness of Ben Affleck and where his personal life takes precedent over his movies and all of this. Remember when he was with Jennifer Anna yeah. or, and um, J-Lo. And even he brought that up uh, during, I remember the Argo press tour, he kept saying he was pigeonholed for dating J-Lo and that he got a bad rap for Geely in 2012, right. even though Angelina Jolie made a bad movie. He kept saying she didn't, no one ever remembers her bad movie. And here he is again, Having this very out loud relationship yep. and that movie when it comes out, I hope it's good. Otherwise, what's uh, it called again? Uh, Blackwater, I think. If it comes out in November, anyway, I just it is, you know, it's just so there. He's doing it again. Yeah, he is. He, he can't nothing. help himself. He, he learned can't nothing. Help himself. Okay, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Okay, Miss Holly, what do you got for us? All right, Miss Julia, let's start off with some news from Charlize Theron. She's doing a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter. Okay. And she's sad that she has been replaced uh, by playing Furios- Furiosa excuse me, in Mad Max Fury Road because it was announced earlier that that character was going to be the subject of a prequel. That's right. And that means no Charlize in the role, obviously, because she's playing, a, it's going to be a younger version of that character. And she said of learning the news that it was a, quote, tough one to swallow. So well, she they didn't not- even tell her. Well, it doesn't really look like mm-hmm. it. No, she said, I really love that character, and I'm so grateful that I had a small part in creating her. Uh, Charlize says she will forever be someone I think of and reflect on fondly. However, she did tell The Hollywood Reporter, obviously, I would love to see the story continue, and if director and creator George Miller feels like he has to go about it this way, then I trust him. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
him in this manner. All right, so well, it's the same director. Yes. But it but it is a prequel. Correct. You need Julia for guys. Do you know how many guys they do? The same action hero gets to be playing the same part for years and years. That's fine and years. if they were doing I, I'm just extenders, saying, but this is a prequel. So yeah. all right, fine. I don't no, care. I think she was like they definitely, definitely they could have had her in it. She is a very young looking this is just I just feel right, like some I, ageism right. is happening with uh, Charlize right here in this instance. They could put a long wig on her and you look younger. Do the fuzzy camera. You know, it's, it's one of those... she's being born as a baby and they're showing her... No. It's <laughs> just teasing. But, yeah. Ollie, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel I, like she's young to be saying she can't play... Because everyone loved her in that role, didn't you guys? Wasn't well, she just... Yeah. That movie, Mad Max Fury Road, is incredible. And it's one of the best action movies mm-hmm. of the past decade, if not, mm-hmm. you know, put it on the list of all time. I think that the like de-aging technology is not quite there. there well, we yet. saw it in that horrible movie. The Irish Irishman. Oh, I hated that movie. Oh, I like that movie. <laughs> oh, I hated it. But it was horrible watching yeah, it was. that. It was it horrible was. watching that. Well, because the de-aging process wasn't convincing enough because you would see Robert De Niro's face looking smooth, but then his body was still moving like right, a guy. But they were de-aging him 50 years. I, I mean, yeah. for the pre, for Ruby, for, for Blaine Max, I mean, it might only be a 15-year age thing. And it could be a good excuse to develop the technology. Yeah. So she's she's bummed about it. I'm bummed for her. Yeah. Uh, but don't be bummed for Tom Hanks because he's expected to head back to Australia in October to resume filming. Elvis. Uh, of Elvis. Uh-huh. Yes. So uh, we don't have a title for that project yet. We're just calling it the Elvis Presley biopic. Of course, all of that uh, got stomped due to COVID. But Tom Cruise is definitely he's like, yes, there's a plan. We're going to work on it and have this target date of October to get back on it. And let me tell you, you were not if you don't know the story about Elvis and Colonel Tom Parker, you are not going to come away from being a fan with him. Tom Hanks is going is playing an unlikable man. Yeah, he is playing an unlikable man. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess he hasn't done that that many times. Not really, but the story of Elvis Presley and Colonel Tom Parker and just the way that the colonel directed his career and Elvis lost out on so many mm, opportunities because the colonel. But then also then if you're going to be pro the colonel, he was the one who discovered him and came up with all these gimmicky ways that got him rights. He became famous literally in eight months. He was known around the world in eight months and. 1956 when there's it's male and there's no you know anything and didn't he make Elvis Presley Presley's name be as a co-author of writing all the songs he, yeah well I mean, not it's not called like that right, but yeah basically, but basically everything he, he recorded gazillions of dollars right yeah yeah and then the colonel has his own interesting biography as well yes he does and one of the reasons i don't know Lori, correct me if i'm wrong but the, the reason that elvis never played any international dates is because colonel tom parker didn't want to leave the country because his citizenship was a little sketch he wasn't a citizen yeah. he came here illegally oh, he never became a why. u.s citizen all right oh they would have he could have sold europe and and asia oh, over, out, over and over and over and elvis wanted to go Colonel Tom Parker would be like, well, you already saw Europe when you were in the army in Germany. (laughs) (laughs) 
already been there, done that. Come on. Come on. back. Now, Austin Butler is going to be playing Elvis Presley. That movie's still scheduled to be out in theaters in November of 2021. Now, a little adjacent news about the person that Lori wanted to play Elvis in this biopic. Well, I am okay with Austin Butler. She was. I'm okay with him. But you wanted Harry Styles. Yes, I, we did. Uh, yeah. Tell us an update. Is he got, is there casting is he, news Has he been cast as Mick Jagger yet? <laughs> no, but you guys... You can now go to bed with Harry Styles through the mindfulness app called Calm. What? He can read to us. Yes. Harry Styles can read a bedtime story to you. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I've never gone for this. Oh, but I could just go for him reading to me, period. I don't need to be going to sleep. (laughs) So uh, he originally tweeted the idea back in August of 2018 and he tweeted at Calm. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, now this dream has become a reality. So if you do just want to listen to Harry Styles read your right. little bedtime story, you can go and do that. And then speaking, now we'll just keep the, the Australia portion of our Dirt Alert update going. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. He is. What's he doing? He's in training for Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He said Chris Hemsworth is going to be bigger and bulkier than when he played Thor when he is going to play Hulk Hogan in an upcoming biopic about the wrestler. Now, you're going to have to get past the handlebar mustache and the hair. I didn't know he was going to be the I just found this out. I just read this today, but remember when Hulk Hogan was in studio with us? In studio. And? He was delightful. He was really nice. He was delightful. not a tall man. No. But he was so, his arms Arms. were massive. And he was so, he was so kind. He was. And he had that Brett Michaels thing going yeah. on where maybe the hair was glued Attached to the bandana. To the head. <laughs> <laughs> kind of I mean, you know, Hollywood illusions. Illusion, gotta... but he was super nice and he had massive arms. That's yeah, I, he did. He was, I was just like, holy crap, you are built. Well, imagine those arms just as big, but on Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Oh, I can't. But Chris Hemsworth is a big guy. Yeah. He is. He's but, very tall. Yeah, he is. Is he going to be bald like Hulk Hogan? Probably. Apparently, this is going to be a full-blown transformation. Right. Chris Hemsworth, a Hulk Hogan super fan. I want to say he might be producing this as well. So, hmm. could be good. Yeah, oh, I think I love that Chris Hemsworth. He's pretty. He's, he he's looks not the best Chris. He's the second best Yeah, he's Chris. the second best. Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth. Chris <laughs> Okay, everybody, let's talk about sex, shall we? You know what today is? National Orgasm Day. I'm surprised did you did not, not know, tell us that. No, because here's what, why, you must go to a different website <laughs> to look at the holidays, because mine was International Kissing Day, mm-hmm. take your webmaster to lunch day, and virtually hug your assistant. And July 6th is also known as National Orgasm Day. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. I thought that so, was every day. All right. I'm what do we know? Well, I'm damn mad that once again, once again, we have uh, we've the orgasm gap is still happening um, <laughs> in in this land, in this world of ours. And the orgasm gap. That's right. And that means that uh, women orgasm less than the men. This is the orgasm gap. The orgasm gap is a big gap. <laughs> And it's, uh, you know, why, what is it? I mean, uh, I don't know, but it's been at this every year since I've been reporting 
about sex on this radio program, Julia. <laughs> now you have to keep bringing up the fact that the clitoris is forgotten and ignored. And an orgasm gap exists. Your job just is so hard. It never stops. That's right. You're just helping the people. So, I mean... Well, do you have any tips for I people? Mean, no, I mean, they. Be, be, this is what the, the research shows that... Uh, there's a lack of education. There's cultural differences. And there is all the focus on intercourse, which sometimes is not always the we way that a woman can achieve is, orgasm. Is, that's right, Julia. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, use Dr. so it's it's the loneliest little 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 land on the body woman. <laughs> It's the loneliest the little loneliest out there land. in the Bondi the, Waters. Oh. You know, it's a lonely little hood. <laughs> okay, move on. Okay. Honest to Pete. Okay, now this is just funny. Okay. Um, a man last week launched in, in the UK launched a fundraiser for a six-foot strap-on utensil. A man, you know... Basically a pecker. Oh, was Six that what, that was from fundraiser? Lori showed me this picture of a woman or wearing a strap on French baguette. Basically. <laughs> That's what it looks it's like. This is what it looks like. And it's, and it's captioned though social distancing sex. That's right, Julia. Social distancing sex because it's a baguette. I mean it, <laughs> it's like four baguettes, you know, glued together. And so <laughs> We just burst out laughing today. Like, can you imagine this is how we can all go out again? We'll all just have our, you know, baguette strapped on. Right. (laughs) I hope you can walk with that. I I don't. It might be difficult. I would worry about my baguette dragging on the ground. Here's the guy. The lockdown-inspired limb uh, was created by Lee James Allen. He said, the idea came to me a month back. As, uh, you know, we were locked down, I was speaking to single friends about our dating situations. How is a sexual relationship going to work? And then the idea hit me. A foot-long strap-on baguette could solve all of the world's (laughs) ills. And then when he's asked, is this going to be a gay gift that you're going to sell? Exactly. Or real use in the bedroom? And he said somewhere in the middle. Okay. That's a thing that you would be at the mall at Spencer's. Spencer's. And you and exactly your would sit and giggle and laugh <laughs> endlessly, right? Yes. Exactly. Right. That's funny, Lori. I know. Okay. So uh, here is a, another little nugget for you. Uh this, this could actually be a study of uh, life in lockdown has made us more open to virtual dating and long distance relationships. What does it matter if they live here or L.A. or yeah. this Texas? This is from Plenty or, of Fish, yeah. which has seen plenty of business because it's a free one. Yeah. And uh, they looked at, uh, you know, what's going on. And even though, uh, you know, we kind of feel like sometimes it's doom gloom and no one's ever going to kiss again. Uh, our experiences in lockdown may actually uh, change our approach uh, to dating for the better. Okay. Do tell. 66% of people said they now value a deeper conversation than they did uh, pre-pandemic, saying that they would uh, put up with more nonsense pre-COVID. Right. And there's a lot more um, vetting up front. Because lockdown is yeah. when t- dating takes place through lengthy conversations yes. over phone calls 
rather than rushing into the physical stuff, which is the fun part. So is this a win-win, are we saying? Well, it's just just that daters are going to become more open to connecting in new ways and maybe not waste as much time as they had in the past. Got it. Which is what I had said to you. This is going to make people better at dating. Mm -hmm. Seven out of ten said they'd be happy, you know, to go on a date, the number one date, a A walk. walk. Oh, of course, because you can. Because you can. And um, over at Badoo, that's a, another one. Over at Badoo. Badoo. Here's what's happening. Uh, yeah, that, uh, you know, people are becoming better daters. Well, that's well, probably better conversa- conversationalists because it's an art. You have to toss the tennis racket and hit it back. It's and not you, just easy. It's not, mm-hmm. And it's not, look at me, I'm hot. Isn't that enough? Right. Which that was Which always used true. to be the thing in the old days. <laughs> We're looking all looking a little shaggy these days, right? Look at how hot I am. Yeah, no, it's it's different. Yeah, I just don't have time for it. Yeah, I, it's, I think it's boring right now. To date, oh, I'm not interested. Well, maybe I don't you're... even want to have a conversation with I don't know someone I don't know. What a waste of time! I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't have time. Because you're so busy doing what? Nothing. I just don't care. <laughs> okay. I'm so busy. Don't bother me. I'm masturbating right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I thought I silenced this phone. Uh, if you live in an apartment building, I've got a new quarantine game for you. Okay. My neighbor Is my neighbor having sex or is my neighbor working out? It's kind of a slug bug situation. Sure. Just keep th- counts as you go along. Uh-huh. <laughs> can I hear it through the wall or can I not? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. People are um, really looking forward uh, to that. But kind of, you know, uh, the quarantine has just changed uh, our sex lives, Julia, for the single people. It really, really has. Yeah, I'm not saying I like it. Well, I know. I know. Because uh, it's turned everybody upside down. Even the go. couples. Even know? the couples. Even even with the couples. But yeah, the um the um COVID sex thing is not really happening that much. People are nervous to do it with strangers. Right. Total stranger danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay, so here is another one for you. Just in case you were worried, I've got good news and bad news. This is a study. We could have kept it for study, but why? It's too good. (laughs) Why do that? The ideal size for a man's junk when it comes to pleasing a woman anyway. Results are intimidating. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say anything out loud. To close the orgasm gap, we're going to need eight inches, according (laughs) to this study. That's the best size. Eight inches. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now does this survey have any I'm glad you got that one yeah. <laughs> that was good yeah. that made me laugh mm-hmm. I like it Lori yeah. alright does this survey have what does it consider girth y- y- yes <laughs> it, it it kind of yes it kind of does but I mean a guy with an 11 inch Schwanz has the same likelihood of making a woman have an orgasm as a man with a 4 incher so see, too big is too big, and too little is too little. 
is what we're finding out. I, I, Not according I, to Car- what's his name, Alex Rodriguez. Were more is more, more. according oh. to the Kardashians. Yeah. Oh. So here, the the study asked women two questions: the okay. last time you had sex, give us an estimation about how large the guy was, and did you? I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like: This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Climax just from the sex. The goal was to find out, you know, just... Okay. Got what, it, got it, got it, got it. What, what, was what is it? Right. Eight inches. The second best was nine Third best was 10. Ding, 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 ding. Fourth best was seven. And men with one inch had the least success. No. One <laughs> inch? Oh, yeah. Wow. Micro penis. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So this is the Goldilocks theory of Schweenesses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind Some of. things. That one's too hot. That <laughs> one's too big. That one's too small. That's, this one's just right. That's why people, when they find somebody that they fit together physically sometimes that orgasmic haze is really strong mm-hmm. because so, sometimes it just fits somebody's right. four inches is perfect for your oh absolutely you know what i mean and not like, everybody wants something big that's right but in this 2000 lady study i mean i wonder who are these ladies were these really tall ladies were they that has nothing so kidding you some garages come in all different sizes though Mm-hmm. You're calling to the garage. I'm just going. Yeah. Yeah. Where right. do you park your car? And um, what? Yeah. Where do I park my Never car? Mind. Never mind. No, it's going <laughs> over my head, you guys. <laughs> All right. So there you go. That was kind of good news, bad news. I don't know. It, what can I say? It was a holiday this weekend. I didn't really work that hard on this assignment. <laughs> I didn't read I one didn't, of my journals. I didn't really work that hard on this assignment. My periodicals. You're sitting in the mailbox. All oh, right. yeah, it was good. We'll be right back. Well, Julia, yeah. I am uh, looking at the results of a 2,000-person vote on who should replace Daniel Craig as James Bond because we haven't talked about James Bond for a few This This weeks. is probably the longest we've gone, Lori. Right. The last we talked about was Billie Eilish's song that they decided to dump because it was too boring yeah. and asked her to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Okay, so Barbara what does Broccoli th- talk to you? Lord, yes, right, today. it's exactly. serious. Well, this was um, um, published across the pond, but the, the person who is voted people's choice by the Brits to take over the role of James Bond as Daniel Craig steps down after 15 long, blonde Bond years. I love it. It is, drum roll, Outlander star Sam Hewen is oh, voted I, the people's you know choice to take over I like as that Bond. One. I like that one. Not a. I do. I kind of do too. I do. I mean, I don't know if Charlie Hunnam was on that list. I want to know oh, that gosh. Charlie Hunnam was on that list because he would be amazing. That's why we were like He's excited so he was going to be Christian Grey. Yeah, I know because we could just see him going from scruffy biker <sighs> guy to. 
you know, this Christian Gray or James Bond, but he beat out Tom Hardy, Henry Cavill, Idris Elba, and it was Radio Times. Um, uh, I think Tom Hardy would have been hot yeah. as a Bond. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just so hot. He, he just, yeah, he just, you just look at him and you feel like it's, Sexy drips off of him. Yeah. He's so hot. He's the kind of guy that you go, oh, you know, he's could tie me up and spank me and I'd like it. You know, that kind of a situation. <laughs> now, is everybody feeling that way? I'm just going to say, okay. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. I get it. Yes. I kind of get it. All yeah, right. you know what I mean? I kind of so, get that one. Totally. Anyway, but Sam, obviously, you know, very popular outlander. And, of course, he is dreamy. As he is Jamie, dreamy. And he is a physically a big guy. He is physically big. Yeah. And I don't know why I always feel like James Bond. I want him to be... To be big, to be tall. To yeah. Be, oh, yeah, you do want that stature mm-hmm. with him. All right, right, so listen to this. So Elton John is going to be honored with a commemorative coin in the UK. So um, the Royal Mint, the coin will feature Sir Elton John's signature. Remember when he used to wear the straw hat? Oh, yes. Uh, And a pair of music notes as his iconic sunglasses will be minted in gold, silver and brilliant and brilliant uncirculated editions. It's the second installment of the Royal Mint's new Music legend series mm. after the queen um, was well, he honored. He really with the did coin wear that straw booter all the time. All the time. Yep. Elton John called it another truly humbling milestone on my journey. So there you go. I think um, they do coins, we do stamps. Mm-hmm. Ours are cheaper. Did we ever <laughs> figure out why she was seeking that injunction? Against oh, uh, no. him? That... His ex wife. All right, Holly, you no. didn't hear this. You were gone last week. So. His ex-wife, you know, from the seventies, right? Immediate injunction. And no, they married in the eighties. Oh, they was were it together in the eighties? Okay, yeah. eighty-three to eight, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, really? Okay. Or eighty-four. They were married for four years. Okay. So, He's, what did she want from him? Well, we don't know. Yeah. I, the reason for the injunction was unclear. The approach is often taken in relation to privacy matters or to prevent publication of material. And she filed the paperwork, but what, we don't know why. Decades of silence. She's hoping to resolve it amicably. And in his biography, Me, which Julia and I both read, read. or listened to, yeah. he described his agony about his divorce from her and his struggle to accept his sexuality. He was yeah. actually, I'd broken the heart of someone I loved and who loved me. And I mean, he said really nice Totally said nice things. So I, I don't know. I I don't know what has ever what has come up, and unless she needs, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe she found something and she needs some money. Yeah, that's really interesting because if both if you guys say that Elton John spoke lovingly, he did, of he did woman, and he and he set her up too. I mean, it wasn't like he was gonna not set her up. Yeah, and her attorneys are just saying that she doesn't want to say anything about it, right? But how do you get to do that and not say anything? Because that's why her lawyer has been chatting with his lawyer for junction. a couple of weeks for something. But I mean, their wedding, I mean, it is so 80s. He's got a purple bow tie, oh, man. a white jacket, a straw boater with a purple brim. Yeah. And she's got the 80s poof mutton chop 
sleeve with the scratchy tool around her. I mean, it's the, just like classic. Swiss dot all Swiss over the chest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Catherine Zeta-Jones, you know, she lies and says she's 50, but she's 60. And um, I'm 37. So the acting roles yes. are not really, haven't been happening well, for right, her for a while. Right. Let's face it. Um, I I don't know why. Uh, they just, I think they put the camera on her and then they're like, what do you mean she's only 50? Uh, anyway, she's starting. She's gone goop on us. Draper oh. James, if you will. Oh, she's starting. She's starting her own lifestyle. And wait, wait for the the great okay. name, you guys. Can you guess? She's what, Welsh. What Catherine Zeta Jones is, uh, you know, what she's going to be the face and curator of her 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 website is going to be called Casa Zeta Jones. The house, my house. Come to my house. I mean, I, I guess like this is a little misleading, though, because this is just a QVC line. I know. Of okay, bedspreads totally and is. pillowcases. They're not that cute. They're kind of ugly. Yeah. <laughs> kind of ugly. But um, in the case of Casa Zeta Jones, there are she her first post was about some vegan shoes. Now, in what world does Casa Zeta Jones, which is going to be my new name for Catherine, mm-hmm. <laughs> wearing vegan shoes? I, I don't know. I don't know how this. I don't know why. That's uh, a sophisticated way to say plastic. Yes, thank you. It is, isn't it? <laughs> that's the Hollywood speak. Yeah, on that's that. true. Yeah. Oh, the glamour of it all, Casa Zeta okay. Jones. <laughs> that is just so funny. <laughs> That's the glamour of it all. Yeah, and it's and she's There's doing nothing the, like walking in plastic on a hot summer day, though. I and, remember those damn jellies in the hot sun. Oh, the worst! And you'd yeah. slip and slide. And and, and it is a uh, you know it is a lifestyle uh, cliche, but yet it is something that we all look to do, and that's to have aspirational luxury, Julia. And now we can have it because we've got Casa Zeta Jones. Let's call Catherine from now. Let's just call her Casa Zeta Jones. All right, got it. It's a deal. All right. Pinky swear. Yeah. We're in. We'll see you guys tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Holly. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.